Welcome to On Course, the teaching ministry of Pastor Hart Ramsey. And the wisdom of God transcends, it lifts you over. Where we offer simple biblical insight into some of life's most pressing issues. Love is a manifestation of strength. The Holy Spirit produces nothing but strength in us. I want to show you. Prepare for the next few minutes to be encouraged, enlightened, and inspired. Let's join Pastor Ramsey and get on course. What's up, family? It's your man, Gerard Bonner of Bonnerfied Radio, and this is On Course with Heart Ramsey. And we call these sessions Heart to Heart. It's our opportunity to hear from the heart of God by way of the man of God. And of course, we're talking to Pastor Heart Ramsey. Pastor Heart, how are you? I'm doing well, Gerard. How are you doing? I am great. I have to say I love when we get together for these sessions, and people do as well. So shout out <laughs> to all of our great listeners. So we have a lot of ground to cover. Uh, I want to start off the beaten path. Um, most of us know that you are an accomplished musician. And, uh, of course, we know about uh, your jazz albums, and we know about the albums that you've done with your church choir, uh, the NCC Family Choir. Uh, and so recently, you were presented with um, the opportunity to hear a song that uh, went number one, the first rap female rap artist to do this since uh, <laughs> Lauren Hill. Uh, we're speaking of Cardi B and that Bodak <laughs> Yellow. Yeah. So it's been the craze everywhere. You had a chance to listen to it. First of all, I want to get your thoughts on it, and then we'll talk about people's reactions to your thoughts. First of all, what were your thoughts on Bodak Yellow? I- I've been waiting to ask you this. Okay, for, so first of all, I was the victim of comparisons because um, I, I, I want to I say this as a disclaimer. I didn't know who Cardi B was. I okay. never watched the show. She's on some reality TV show, right? Yes, yes. I didn't know that. And so um, I kept hearing about this song and what I was hearing about it was the first female um, rapper or whatever to hit number one since... Um, Lauren Hill. What's that girl's name? Lauren Hill. Mm-hmm. And so when I heard Lauren Hill, the first thing I think about is, man, Lauren Hill's um, the uh, Miseducation record was just, to me, a listen, it's a classic. It is. It is. And so I went in with this preconceived notion that I was about to hear something <laughs> deep. <laughs> Wait, so you went thinking Lauren Hill. Okay. okay no, I, was, I was thinking, I was thinking if, it, if, it, if it's going to match what Lauren did, then it has to be something that's going to be a, a classic. Right. No one warned me of the lingo. No one warned me. So this is why when I went in, the beat was, of course, you know, the beat is, is phenomenal. Right. Um, uh, I understand music production. I was really taken with the beat. When she came in and starts, I was blown. I was blown away in a negative way. Right. I could, the, the profanity. It was so. It was profanity laced. It was. It. I didn't. I, I didn't understand the concept, and I didn't understand the comparison. Mm-hmm. And, and so immediately, I took to social media and said, "Hey, listen, man." <laughs> I said, "For those of you who, who were saying you need to hear this song," I said, "My ears will never forgive you." <laughs> <laughs> And so, and so a lot of people came. Now, there were a lot of people who, who agreed, but there were some who took offense to it. And I, I want to address that for a minute. Mm-hmm. They took offense because they're like, you don't know her. Um, you're attacking her. And, and um, it, it, they call it a come-up anthem. A come-up anthem. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a part of the song addressed the fact that she had gotten her, I guess, her teeth fixed and she was wearing red-bottom shoes. I have concerns. <laughs> 
And one of my concerns is, number one, I want to address the thing that, that people thought I was attacking her. No, I was a tr- attacking um, the lyrics. Mm-hmm. I was a, or I was attacking the rap style. Mm-hmm. I, I just felt like I just felt like like we've come. Our expectations have been the bar has been lowered for what we consider to be great. Okay. And it's not just in music. Sure. Because, you know, when you say make America great again, I think we've changed. The word great means beyond the norm, uh, above the average, mm-hmm. something uncommon, something. Uh, uh, and and we've, we've kind of lowered the bar. So if, if you think that re- wearing red bottom shoes is a come up, man, I know people who buy red bottom shoes, wear them out and take them back. Mm. Mm. For real. So, so I, I mean, and, 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 and I think what, what where I was kind of naive in this is that I, I didn't know the history. I didn't know the background. I don't know the person. Mm-hmm. And to some people, they were they were tracking her, her rise, so to speak. And so to them, for her to be, uh, to have a number one song from where she came from, sure. me not knowing where she came from, right. to them, it was a good success story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the song itself, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so it's so interesting because I'm I by no means consider myself like a lover of trap or what have you. And I think uh when I heard this song, I remembered coming back from a meeting and um I heard the song and I was when I actually like listened, I was like, "Oh." <laughs> and so what caught me of course was the beat and it was just kind of like there's just something about it, like it's kind of cool. It's, it's, it's very, very catchy, catchy, you know. It's kind of cool, and um, and for me, like I saw the the whole idea, you know, when she talks about how you know uh, I don't dance anymore, I make money moves, like you know I don't have to strip now, I can make a decent living, that kind of uh, thing, which is cool, you know. I mean, there are other thoughts in there that are also kind of interesting, but I guess I was surprised at um how how attached people were to it to the point of like really wanting to attack because i'm like you know <laughs> we can we we can differ in what we like it's like okay like right you know we're not required to all like the same stuff like that's that's well, you a- know did, you, Gerard, let me interrupt but it's something that you said that, that i thought I, that's so profound mm-hmm. it's, it's like when you start looking at the story of now in the in the um in the song mm-hmm. i couldn't decipher that she was saying, I don't have to strip anymore. Yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, through all of the, trying to wade through, I was really looking for the message. I was trying to connect with it. Yeah. I connected with the music and I couldn't connect with it anymore. Uh, and then when I, I started, actually, I literally started following her her, her, her post and mm-hmm. I looked at her, her different pages to see who she is and where she's been. And, and I get it. Yeah. I get it. But here's the point. Now, all of all of my my perspective in life. I'm a person, but my perspective in life is not even pastoral. It's from a, the perspective of a believer. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that grabs me about even that trap music because I love trap music. I'm from the hood, man. I, right? I, I, no, for real. Other people, my I relate to the hood mm-hmm. more than anything else. In church, I mean, God bless Hillsong and and, and Planet Shakers and all this. I mean, I thank God for that. But man. And I could get the lyric of that, but man, mm-hmm. the music doesn't really do a lot for me. Right. When when, when I when I do that kind of music, even when my band does it in church or my prayers worship ministry, I, it, there's a certain understanding that it's going to be urbanized a little bit. Right. 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 Not not because not because urban is better. It's just it's just my flavor. Right. So so um I, I think with with me. I I, I I get it, but I, what I didn't get was it wasn't communicated to the point where I could connect. Got you. 
got you. And I, and I, you know, you have to like in certain scenarios, you have to listen more than once to actually get it. You right. know, so I now now for me, I I do find the edited version because I can't do. <laughs> I just you know it's a little much for me, but you know it's so it's it's a couple of lines now. Of course, she she talks also about you know if I don't speak to somebody, that means like I'm I'm not cool with you or what have you, which is a whole nother relational but, kind of thing. But but even the way she articulated that, right? You know, and and the saints were going. I think the thing is. It's not. I'm not addressing the world. What what shocked me mm-hmm. was that it was being celebrated by believers, and I'm like, yo. I mean, I'm not trying to be a prude or, or, you know. But what I'm trying to say is, man, that is totally against the grain of what the Holy Spirit is is revealing and and pushing and teaching. And I'm not trying to be deep. I promise, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. But uh, I'm saying is that we have to be careful. That we're not pursuing things that are going the opposite direction of where the Holy Spirit is trying to take us, mm-hmm. because what it does, Gerard, is that it, it it makes our experiences of chastisement even more difficult to to um to negotiate. Right. If the Holy Spirit, for example, I was talking to a person this morning and um about a statement I made. And the statement was basically about the far country. The, the, the prodigal son went to the far country and he he um. He he involved himself in regrettable behavior, mm-hmm. and and and, uh, and and that statement right there, someone wrote me and said, "Hey, um, suppose I still enjoy some of the um, the things that I experienced in the far country. Will that cost me?" And I'm like, "Of course, mm. because the will of God for you is not the far country. And 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 you still going to the far country? You don't, you don't understand that this man, this this young man, wasted his entire inheritance." Right. In the far country, for us, our inheritance is everything that Jesus bought with with his with his blood. Everything he he everything he he died to make us, mm-hmm. we can we can squander it in the far country. And if we're headed, if, if we're making um these excursions, these regular excursions to the far country, then then after a while, the Holy Spirit is going to be like, okay, I need to I need to chop off your legs in this area so wow. so we can get some growth out of you. Wow. I'm not against. I mean, I lo- let me tell you something. I love secular music. Yeah. Yeah. For the, and, and somebody just listened and said, I can't believe the pastor said, no, no, listen, man. bear with me, pray for me, pray for me. I, I prefer, Gerard, I mm-hmm. prefer a good secular song than a bad gospel song. Now, I fully agree with that. <laughs> fully. Oh, gosh. I, I, prefer, I prefer to hear Frankie Beverly and Maze than mm-hmm. to hear coming up the rough side of the mountain. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. Yes, no. that's real. And so it, it, it's not that the style. I, th- I just think that we have to really, like you said, you, you opt for the clean version. Sure. I, I got I got Jay Z's um, mm-hmm. 444, and I got the clean version, man. Me too. And I was able, I was able to to um, I believe it or not, through his music, have a conversation of sorts with Jay Z's mind yeah. to re- to see, man. He was he's saying he's speaking a language I don't speak, but he's saying stuff that I say in church every Sunday. Right. Right. He is. Yeah. And, and so uh, as believers, we have to be able to decipher that. But at the same time, don't beat another person up because, well, there's two parts. No, the first part is we we, can't, we have to be mindful of how critical we are of, of a song like Bodak Yellow. Mm-hmm. Not so much a song, but I, I, I was trying my best not to criticize Cardi B. Right. Right. Um, I, 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 the song is not my my flavor. The music is is, is great. The, I don't I don't like her rap style. I don't like I don't like the way she communicates. Mm-hmm. I don't like the the what she said. But I have to be careful not to criticize her. And also, um, on the other hand, 
Um, the saints have to be careful if they do subscribe to it and if they do like it, not to attack those that can't get with it. Right. You agree? I agree. I agree. I think it's we have to learn how to uh, disagree without being disagreeable. You know. Oh yeah, without being offensive. And I mean, and I think, and and really, this is one of those problems that I think is pervasive in the church, and we see it on you know when people start talking about worship styles and people start talking about attire. Uh, it's almost like if you don't do it my way, then it's wrong. And, right. And we've got to learn. I think the difference between that there is a thing called absolute truth. But, yeah. you know, and, and those are the, are the things that are indisputable. But then there is the variation in our expression of certain things that we just have to learn how to be be good with that. You know, yeah. um, we have to learn how to be good with that. Since since we're on this this spot, I want to ask you this, too. Um, so social media is a really funny place because people tend to say a lot and do a lot. I know you have really built an incredible uh, ministry through social media, but recently there was uh, a well-known minister whose name I won't mention unless you decide to do it, um, who has a tendency to go on social media and, you know, share ideas and concepts and things. And they were doing, uh, I think they were on Facebook Live, and they were talking about uh, cussing and being around people who cuss a lot. And uh, in, in the process of doing that, um, they talked about how, you know, you have to remove yourself because these people have a cussing spirit. And then they proceeded to share some of the things that you might say if you're being influenced. And they did not censor themselves at all. And so that caused a bit of a firestorm on a lot of levels. There were people who were like, I can't believe this person with such great influence would do this. There were other people who were like, well, what they did really wasn't that big of a deal. I mean, who hasn't heard a preacher cuss before? So let me get your thoughts because we're in this um, we're in this vein of people looking to be relevant, et cetera, et cetera. What are your thoughts on on this? Should should believers do this in public? Should they not do it? Should we even have an opinion about it? What do you think? Well, first of all, you know, I know who the minister is. <laughs> I know and, you do. <laughs> and I wasn't ready. <laughs> but, but, you know, I, I, I did take note that the word did flow smoothly. Very off the smoothly. Mm-hmm. As if it had been said uh, a few times, you yes. know. So so this is, this is what I think. I, I believe that... Um, uh, you know, there's a joke at, at my church, and and I felt the need to communicate to the saints. I I, I told a story, and I th- I'll tell again about the guy that wired my recording studio. Mm-hmm. And so, um, the same guy that um, my my studio was designed by the same guy that designed Ludacris Studio. Nice. And um, they use they, they try to use some of the same personnel, but one of the guys um who does the wiring, he's wiring. He's a great expert. Um, he's he's um I think schizophrenic. Okay. But they didn't tell me that. Ah. And so uh, he came, he did some work and, and, and one day and he was great. And the next day he came, he was weird. And th- this went on for like a week or so. So finally I called his boss and I said, listen, man, I said, this I said, this guy, man, I don't understand what's going on with him. And so the guy said, man, I forgot to tell you, he's schizophrenic. I said, man, you send a schizophrenic person to my, to my place and not tell me? Right. I said, I said, man, don't send him back unless he takes his meds because he's acting weird. He's scaring the people out here. So. Wow. So his boss called him and goes off him. So he calls me on a Saturday night. Uh-oh. And he's going in on me, talking about, don't you be calling my boss and stuff. 
And, and so finally, I mean, he goes, oh, he's cussing at me, he's using all manner of, of, of profanity. Mm-hmm. And so finally, I um, clap back at him, mm-hmm. and I, I call him a donkey. You know? <laughs> yes. Come, yeah. come on. Okay, so, and so... <laughs> He said, oh, my God, oh, my God, I can't believe you're a preacher. And you cuss. I said, wait a minute. I wasn't a preacher for the, this, the last 15 minutes when you were going off cussing me. Right. But not, not. And so, and so I, I felt so bad about it. The next, the next morning in church, I told my congregation about it. I told, told them the entire story. And they bust out laughing and started clapping. <laughs> and I said, I said, you guys ain't saved. <laughs> <laughs> so we laughed. I said, y'all, there ain't none of y'all born again. So we were laughing about that. And the reality is, is that sometimes you we will say and do things that are not uh, um, that are beneath what we expect a believer to do, but it's real. Mm-hmm. It, what what that preacher did, or what that prophetess or evangelist, whatever she title she goes by now, what she did wrong to me was, um, you don't you don't, I don't think you should just do it to demonstrate it. Right. Right. Uh, if it's something, if it's something that you're struggling with, then let it be your struggle. If it's something that you condone, then the Bible says. Or let it be between you and God alone, but don't, don't because you 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 setting yourself up mm-hmm. to 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 be, you know they're gonna take you down for that. Yes, you know you should expect it. Yes, stay tuned for more of today's teaching with Pastor Hart Ramsey. Let's go. Have you subscribed to Hart Ramsey's Uplift? It's his national text message service where daily you get to hear from the heart of God through the man of God. Heart Ramsey. To subscribe, simply text the word Uplift to the number 46786. Once again, text the word Uplift to the number 46786. And daily you'll receive a text message designed to uplift your spirit, encourage your heart, and empower your walk. Subscribe today to Heart Ramsey's Uplift. Amen. Imagine being filled with a peace so deep that the world around you can't touch it. Pastor Hart Ramsey is on a mission to help believers understand what it means to have a healthy, prayer-based relationship with God. He's doing that through his brand new book titled Seeking Answers, Finding Rest Through Prayer. Prayer at first was a struggle because, you know, it, it really takes faith to pray. You have to you have to trust that God is like a person, he's a real person, and that he's the one that invented the concept of prayer. In this book, you'll learn how to ensure your relationship with God is based on a new and improved covenant, which dangerous prayer habits to avoid, and what to do when prayer doesn't yield the answers you want. It's time to trust God enough to make your prayer life truly about Him. Yes. Pick up your copy of Seeking Answers, Finding Rest Through Prayer from Hart Ramsey, available now at Amazon, iTunes, and wherever books are sold. Now let's get back to today's teaching with Pastor Hart Ramsey. Yeah, yeah. So, so here, here's the, uh, another question then, because is that you know it, it's funny as as I've I've grown up in in church, a lot of the things that I was taught growing up that were like taboo and bad and evil and things you should never do. These days aren't necessarily considered bad and evil and things you shouldn't do. Um, and, and part of it was probably because of growing up in a, a legalistic situation. But right. I guess the question is, for believers, how, how would you suggest 
that one deals with these kinds of things that may not be so black and white. You know, you've got the the black and white things that are, you know, ex- explicitly mentioned in the Bible, but then you have some other things that may not be so explicitly mentioned. How does one deal with that in their own personal walk, particularly when you you have a scenario where you see this happen and you see people support it or you see, you know, what, what does a person do uh, about these kinds of things? Well, Gerard, first of all, when we talk about this, and this is good, this is a good line of, of, um, of conversation right here, because the Bible says in Second Timothy chapter two and verse 16, it says, it says, but shun profane and vain babblings for they will increase to more ungodliness. That's that's an interesting mm. thing. And and this word uh, um profane is a, is a, a Greek word of uh, uh, I think it's pronounced babylos. Okay. And 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 what babylos it, it speaks of um language that's not appropriate for church. Okay. Language that's not appropriate for a person that's practicing piety or or or, or want to be known for good character and good conversation and 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 uh, um, inappropriate for a person who's representing Christ. It's biblical. It's just profane. It's not just. It's just not curse words. It's like it's like when 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 um when descri- describing certain parts of the human anatomy. There's certain words that that are considered not not um not good for uh for. Not good to say, not not to practice using those terms. Right. Not that the terms themselves are, are are necessarily profane, but in the culture we live in. And this is interesting. Profanity is governed by the culture you live in. There's some right. words we use today that were used back then that weren't considered profane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see, but so the Bible says that that not just profane, but it lumps in um uh, profane and vain babblings. Um, and this other um uh. Uh, the word vain means empty and useless or fruitless speaking, just talking, you know, just just talking. And then there's another scripture that talks about um, um, not don't don't be involved in coarse jesting. Yes. The Bible says all of these, the Bible says the problem with them is not what they do in the moment is that they, they, they desensitize your conscience and they open you up. Um, for more ungodly thing, if Satan if Satan can get you to say or casually say the wrong things or be be uh, unfiltered in your in your conversation, then he can actually suggest even more um, devious and diabolical things to you, things that you that you would not want yourself to be known for. If he could get you to cuss, he could also get you to steal. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? If, yeah. if he could if he could get you to to, to um to refer to certain parts of the human anatomy in certain ways or, or get you to, to speak in a certain thing or, or even do it in your social media or your hashtagging um there, there's some sometimes people won't spell the word out but they use it like the letters right spell out the acronym if he could get you to do that then once he gets you to do that and be okay with that long enough then he it's going the Bible says it's going to increase unto more ungodliness and this word increase is interesting because it, it actually means to cut it, it means to it, it cuts um it cuts the, the the cord of restraint and allows you to go further into more. Uh, the the term actually means to make progress into something, to advance in it. Wow. So if I, if, if Satan gets me to get me to um to, to be profane in my speaking, then he can get me to actually speak, be profane in my living. Wow. You know, and, and and that's something we need to be concerned about. Going back to what you said, now, um, there are things that 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 we, um were against and the church was against years ago and we were totally legalistic mm-hmm. it, now here's the thing though gerard it doesn't mean that the things weren't wrong it means that the way we approach it was wrong look at jesus with sinners yeah the, the people we, we know this we know the parable of the um of the 
prodigal son, Mm -hmm. the lost sheep, the lost coin. But the story is, and and I've said this before, that Jesus told these parables in response to the Pharisees accusing him of hanging out with the scum of the scum of society. They said, man, why are you eating with this scum? Mm hmm. Because they were they weren't just sinners. The Bible calls them in one translation notorious sinners. They were known for their sin. Uh-huh. They, they 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 were is a kind of thing where where um you not just a whiner, you are Ned the whiner. They were adding your right. sin to the name. Wow. You know. And so and so, but when Jesus hung out with them, he never talked to them about what they did wrong. Okay. He was just around them to be a light, to love on them, and and to preach to them the kingdom of God. And as he preached the kingdom of God, and they were seeing the kingdom of God, the light shined on them, and they were able to make adjustments. They censored and policed themselves. The church, we weren't sent, the Bible says, to preach the the gospel of reconciliation. We're ambassadors of reconciliation. We're not sent to tell people what they're doing wrong. We're sent to tell them, behold, the kingdom of God is at hand, and the Lord has loved you and made a a provision to, to welcome you into his kingdom. We're preaching the wrong things. Wow. Um, and so I don't, I don't go around telling people don't cuss. Right. Because whatever is in you, if you, if squeezed properly, it's going to come out. That's and right. I, there's not one of us, Gerard, that can't say that there have not been times where something got us the wrong way and something came out that was supposed to come out. <laughs> right. 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 No, I, I think that that's so good because, again, a lot of – I think the source of division that we see within uh, Christianity and in the body of Christ deals a lot with this idea of trying to police other people Um, and this idea of trying to mandate what works for us on somebody else. For instance, and, and I'd like for you to speak on this. I remember growing up. In the uh, in the church that I was a part of, uh, they had gotten to a point where they had made bowling a sin, <laughs> and I was like, "How is bowling a sin?" I asked, and the answer was because one of these young people went out bowling on a church night, so now we can't do it. And I was like, "Wait, but how does that make it a sin?" So here here's the question to you: How do people? reconcile whatever it is that they're dealing with in their world and whatever it is that they may be hearing from other people to this idea of, you know, um, how if it condemns you, God is greater than your heart and how they deal with that up against, you know, work out your own soul salvation. How do people reconcile that against the things that they're struggling with trying to figure out, is this right? Is this wrong? Or is this falling in that category? Well, that's a lot. But you know what? Everything you just said was just amazing because the fact that you mentioned bowling, I mean, I was I was here on mute laughing. (laughs) (laughs) It's the truth, man. We couldn't bowl. We couldn't go to the movies. I mean, I, I I tell people the very first movie that I went to go see was The Lion King. And I was a sophomore in college. Wow. When I went to see The Lion King and I prayed the whole way there. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not kidding. I went with a bunch of Christian friends from our choir and I was just like, Lord, please, I don't want. And then I watched it and I was like, wait, this is it? Like, yeah. what? Yeah. So, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, let, let me, I'll say this first of all. The, you know, the, the, the rule of, of ministry, there's so much I can say in that, in that short space right there, but the rule of ministry is you preach the word and live your convictions. Mm. Mm. You preach the word, you live your convictions. Um, the church strayed from the primary message that Jesus sent us to preach. The Mm. gospel is the grace of God. Think about it, Gerard. Why would God go through the trouble 
and through every book of the old covenant prophesy that a messiah the his messiah is going to come he's a savior he's going to come he's going to undo what adam did and then he's going to up the bar so that so that people who normally would not be in the kingdom are going to walk in with no charge. Mm. This is the this is the this is the gospel we were sent to preach. The gospel we were sent to preach is not is not um, get right or get left. The, the gospel we were sent to preach is that Jesus came. He took our sin to the cross, gave us his right to relationship with God, and that's what makes us right. Yeah. When we strayed from preaching that, every semblance of error came into the church. Wow. Now you can't do this. If you want to be saved, if, if they, they, what they're doing is they're putting price tags on every bit of fun or enjoyment mm-hmm. and saying, if you really want, if you, you have to lay down your life and take up the cross, and they misunderstood what that meant, wow. and they started assigning that, or attributing that bit of doctrine that Jesus uh, gave to us to different things. Uh, bowling is a sin. Movies is a sin. Mm-hmm. Secular music is a sin. Mm-hmm. Dancing was a sin. You couldn't dance. Right. You couldn't wear. And then, they, then, then when that was enough, they went back to the law and they grabbed you. You can't wear pants. And you can't. Right. But here's the thing. The same scriptures in Leviticus that say you can't wear, wear pants. If you keep reading, it says you can't wear blended material. Mm. Your wool blend is a sin. Really, it says that. There's so many things that it says. You, there's certain things you can't eat. You can't boil this in that. You can't eat this with that. The church has gotten off, and what we're doing is we, we're doing what I, what I call grab bag theology. Wow. We're trying to put piece this and Frankenstein that and put this together in, in, in an effort to come up with something that's, that's pleasing to God when God already told us what was pleasing to him. Jesus told the people in John chapter 6, he said, listen, and they say, we want to do the work, the, the work of God. He said, here's the work of God. Believe in him whom God has sent. Believe in him. Who, the only thing you have to do is believe that what I did is enough. Mm. Jesus said, you believe. And from there, then he says, now I've come that you may have life. Beloved, go live. Yeah. Go live, man. It, we take the fun out of it. And I remember one time in church, um, um, we were having a discussion. And, and um, they said, well, if dancing is a sin, how come you're dancing in the spirit? They said, there's only one holy dance. One holy dance. Wow. This is, this is it. But what, when you go back and, and, and research this, that little beat that they're doing, that little two-beat foxtrot thing, it's mm-hmm. that, that style of music is called the foxtrot. The chords that they play on top of it are blues progressions, basically. Right. Or jazz progressions. You got it? There's no, there's no style of music called gospel. There's no style of music. There's no style of dance called the holy dance. Right. We, 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 um, this is a part of the the jigabug or the jigaboo. They call you call it old dance. Go back and in, in the, look at the fifth, the forty, fifties, and sixties. Look at those dances. That's what we're doing in church right now. Wow. And and they call it a holy dance. The church, because let me tell you what happened. Because the church. Um, is is guilty of trying to turn itself into a relic. It's trying to it's trying to um every generation that lives thinks that that what we do in our generation is the only expression of Christianity. Mm. And and every generation that, that that um that follows that generation proves them wrong. Right. I, when, I, when I first got saved, they would tell me Andre Crouch was worldly. Wow. Andre Crouch, for God's sake, his songs are in, in hymnals right now. Right. Right. But he was worldly to them. Walter Hawkins was was all uh, his contemporary gospel was of the devil. Um, BB and CC Wine, the wines, they were all of the devil. Mm-hmm. They didn't even know that while it was, it, they looked, they saw it from one side to him, he, um, to them, the wines were sinners. To me, they were saints because their music kept me saved. Right, right. I think I just think that what what it comes down to is my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, and what we do, we take our 
the way we work out our soul salvation and we, we, we make the mistake, actually we, we offend the Lord mm. by taking our armor and putting it on. We take Saul's armor and put it on all the Davids that we meet. Wow. Not, not, not even realizing that the Lord has already given them the armor of the Lord. They already have something on, on helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, belt of truth, feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. A shield of faith, sword of the spirit. They have all that already, but we want to put our the things that work for us on them. Man, it doesn't work like that. Mm. It's a whole it's a whole brand new thing happening. The only thing I, I hope is that there are voices that are speaking the gospel to help the saints understand the difference not between secular and holy, but profane and holy. Because mm. it's not just people think it's two categories. The opposite of holy is not unholy. The opposite of holy is common. Oh, yeah, it's common. So when something is holy, it's set aside to God, it's sanctified for the Lord, it's for his use, it's different, it's his difference. But the opposite of that is common. Anybody, everybody got it. Ah. And then, so that, so, so you have, you have, you have holy, you have um, common, and then you have profane, which is demonic, where, 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 where you have a beat to a song and the beat is killing, and all you're talking about is, is killing people mm-hmm. or, 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 or violating this person sexually, mm-hmm. or, 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 you know, see what I'm saying? Or, yeah. or, of uh, uh, self-aggrandizement, you, 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 your, your whole lyric is full of pride. This just from the music perspective. Right. It's in every uh, area, but that's what we're doing. And, and I pray that there are voices on the horizon, voices, there are a lot now that are saying it, but they will continue to let the saints know the difference between what's acceptable to God, what's just clean fun, and what's absolutely demonic and destructive. That is incredible. That's incredible. And you, you really touched on some things and maybe we'll continue uh, some of those things in our a future podcast because you, you you touched on some incredible things. I really hope you guys uh, learned something from this because it it's really starting to, I think, tear down some old mindsets, which I think need to be addressed in the world of Christianity. Uh, we want to hear your thoughts on today's session. So if you would reach out to us, share your thoughts and use the hashtag heart to heart. That's H-A-R-T, the number two, and then H-A-R-T, heart to heart. And also, if you have questions that you want to pose toward heart, Ramsey, uh, that we would ask in a future session of heart to heart, use the hashtag ask heart. Just that simple. Ask heart. And um, we'll check that out and we'll get your questions and we will pose them on a future episode. Until then, stay locked, keep it connected, share this podcast with others and subscribe on iTunes and Google Play. We'll join you next time here on On Course with Heart Ramsey.